Sci-Fi for Me Radio presents Timothy Harvey, Jason Hunt. This is H2O. Welcome everyone to this episode of H2O. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor of sci fi for mecom Joining me here on my right. Hello. He's not on the right, <laughs> Mr. Tim Harvey. Oh, we're staying away from politics. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am Tim Harvey. Well, see, I can't do on the left because uh, yeah, you know, the whole Captain America thing, because you're uh, not on the left. Right, that's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're on my right. <laughs> and uh, this is a special episode because we have guests. This is not something that we normally do. Uh, sitting across from us here at the round table in Debunker, Mr. Stephen Fuller. Hi. Thanks and for having us. Mr. Stephen White. Hi, guys. And uh, the the topic for tonight, those of you who are who are listening, I, I guess I guess I should do a programming note first. Yeah, because um, we are having issues with our hosting. Uh, those of you who have followed us for a while, you know we are hosted uh, our episodes over at podcast.com. And this week we're recording this on the ninth. This week we have had. A lot of technical problems with podcast.com. On, on Sunday, 5 o'clock, I checked the numbers for some of our shows, and the Rogues Gallery podcast, the numbers just blown through the roof. I was like, wait a minute, what? You know, 200 downloads, 200, 220 downloads. That doesn't look right. What? Well, okay. It's great. I'll take well, it. Yeah. yeah, so we'll take it. And then, not four hours later, the episode was gone, yeah. and the statistics for 50 and 49 both were back to double-digit numbers instead of triple digits. And Grimly Speaking's last episode was gone. And now, what's what's going on here? What happened? So I'm sending notes you know, to tech support and don't get any response other than, thank you for sending us a request for a solution. You know, that. So basically, long and short of it, all week, we have had issues uploading anything to podcast.com, which means nobody's getting any of our shows on iTunes right now or Stitcher or any of the others that uh, that we do, Pocket Cast or any of those. The only way that you're going to be able to hear these shows for the interim, as far as we can tell, is uh, directly off of our site. And we're going to put the word out on all of the social media. But if you know anybody else that listens to this, and, and when, if, when you share this show with other people, if you could you know, just kind of make a note and, and tell people the only way you're going to hear it is going to SciFiForMe.com, at least until we figure this out. So and we will. We're going we to have to... We'll be out in the, the usual ways very yeah. quickly here soon. So, uh, so, okay. So if you want to be a part of the conversation at any point, you can send us an email, h2o at SciFiForMe.com, or you can leave comments on our social media. And let's get to this, because this is going to be kind of a special, spiffy, super wow thing. We hope so. Get right on the mic. Both of you. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. So this is uh, this is an event that's happening on May the sixth, and of course, as some of you may know, this is the fortieth anniversary of some little cheap indie low, low budget, budget. Yeah. never going to go anywhere movie called Star Wars. And of course, May the fourth. There's always you know the May the fourth is Star Wars Day, May the fourth. May the 6th is that Saturday. 
And here in Kansas City, there's going to be an attempt, and, and I'm, correct me if I get this wrong, there's going to be an attempt to assemble the world's largest lightsaber battle ever. Yeah, absolutely. That is the goal. <laughs> so tell me about where where did this where did this idea come from? Why why do it here? Give me give me a little history behind this. Well, uh, so Friends of the River does uh, River Fest every year here in Kansas City, along with a handful of other events. Uh, our board president Stephen White, who is sitting uh, right here to my left, uh, had tasked- so he gets to do the on the left. There you go. See. <laughs> Uh, had tasked us with coming up with some new events for the year, uh, for this year, for 2017 and moving forward. Um, I, my son has cystic fibrosis. May is Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to pitch one for the angels. <laughs> and uh, it, that is my favorite episode of the Twilight Zone original show, mm, by sure, the way, yeah, yeah. the pitch for the angels. And... Uh, so I, I stood up in front of a board of real adults who, who all look like real adults, and I was sure no one was a Star Wars fan. And, <laughs> and I pitched this idea that I wanted to stage a world record-breaking lightsaber battle at Berkeley Riverfront Park. You should probably let them know that you started with a, you started with a theme song. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, you walked in with a... Well, I, I actually keep it on my phone, <laughs> and uh, it was also my wedding march, oh. and 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 all of those kinds of things. Okay, so did you uh, did you cosplay? Was your wedding cosplay? Was it was a cosplay wedding? It was not. Oh, it was see, not. Okay, minus, no. minus ten points right there. <laughs> I don't know. School factor is still pretty high. Sure. So I uh, I stood up right there in front of an entire boardroom full of people and city officials with this on my phone. I threw the phone down in the middle of the table and just (laughs) let it play out. The, uh, the entire presentation was supposed to be minutes. Everybody had five minutes and the song is five minutes. Mm, Sure. So So by the time the song had played four times, we were like, Steven, you're done. You're done. (laughs) Um, No, really? No, really? We get it. So uh, my idea was just that we would we would do this thing. I had looked it up online, and there are a lot of people saying that they have this world record for the largest lightsaber battle. Mm-hmm. San Diego, mm-hmm. L.A. There was supposedly an attempt that was completed around uh, The Force Awakens, and it's all over the Internet. Oh, I think I remember reading something about that one with uh, with Force Awakens. But where was that? That wasn't was that in L.A. as well? Yeah, they okay. tried to do like multi city San Diego, San Francisco, oh, sure. and L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I reached out to Guinness Book. No, no, no one has ever gone through the proper channels or protocol to do this event. No one holds a world record for the largest lightsaber battle. Huh. You well, would think not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so the the channels and the protocols because uh, there have been there have been other records that have been set here um, before before they shut it down. There was the the Verrucht water slide, you know, the tallest water slide in the world. Mm-hmm. Guinness was out here with representatives. What is the process 
as they've explained it to you? What what hoops are you going to have to jump through in order to make this thing happen the right way that you get in the book? Well, uh, so first of all, we have to apply. We have to fly a judge from Guinness Book out here uh, on our dime. There are costs associated with uh, creating or beating a world record. Mm -hmm. The cool thing is that when you are the first to do it, you're pretty much forever tied sure. to that world record. If you're just one of the people that you know gets beat every once in a while mm -hmm. throughout the years, you're just one of the people. But if you're the people who set the initial world record, uh, you're always tied to that world record. Um, part of what the Friends of the River does is to showcase and highlight uh, Kansas City, but specifically uh, the riverfront and to bring events to the river. But we also uh, give back. We do a lot of events uh, and things around town with the initiative of not only drawing attention to, to the city and to the river, but also with giving back to the community. Right. Um, Children's Mercy Hospital mm -hmm. touches one in four families in Kansas City, is the, I think is the official line. In our offices alone, uh, it's more like 50% oh, wow. of the people have at some point had a relationship uh, through their children or friends or family with Children's Mercy Hospital. Uh, so again, another phone call. Turns out there are no single donors to the Cystic Fibrosis Research Center at Children's Mercy Hospital here in Kansas City, and it's one of the top cystic fibrosis oh, yeah. centers <laughs> in the nation. And uh, so, uh, again, came to Stefan, came to the board, made this ridiculous presentation. Um, and was this was this a second ridiculous? No, presentation? no, this it was, was the, the same, this is the same, same one. Okay. So you see, this is what happens: is I get to talking, and then I remember <laughs> I have other ideas to talk about, and then and then it's been an hour. Um, so uh, I made the presentation. And uh, silly enough, it passed unanimously. And uh, so then uh, Stefan uh, sends me a text, and he's like, so you, you realize you have to take this forward now. Like, this is your responsibility to do the thing. <laughs> and I said, okay, you know, what does that mean? So then I had to, I had to write what I thought was a thorough report uh, on what we were going to do. And then Stefan added about 35,000 pages to it uh, with, <laughs> sure. with detail, the way that a, a president and, and leader does with the things that are actually supposed to be there. Um, and then we took it to the Port Authority. And I thought, well, buck stops here. Yeah, no right. way that Port KC is going to let us put a bunch of nerds down on the riverfront with swords <laughs> and, uh, and fight each other. I mean, it's a security issue, if nothing else, isn't it? Well, yeah, that, so we'll, we'll get to that okay, okay, portion okay. Uh, here with, uh, with the swords themselves. So, uh, but then uh, Stephanie texts me about 10 o'clock at night, and he's like, hey, guess what? Work to do, because it passed again. So, <laughs> so, so the board, I, I didn't think it was going to happen at all. <laughs> right, so the board authority was fine with it. They're ready. They're game on. They're oh, not. Wow. Yeah, they're already posting about it. Port KC on all the social media is posting about this event. And they were the first people to come on as sponsors as well. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah, game on. They're and, ready. And so then uh, Stefan said, well, we'll take this thing to city council, and, and that's, when, that's when this will stop, all this, all this shenanigans. <laughs> and uh, went to the city council meeting. And city manager's office. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. City manager and, and thought this is where they're going to shut it down. So right. I, I'm at my third roadblock and, and usually anything we do, there's, there's hoops to jump through. Right. And again, we go in and talk to them and they're just like, 
go. What do you need from us? <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> you know, Mayor Sly James probably has a lightsaber or two. I wouldn't surprise me. Closet somewhere. Yeah. You know, he. Uh, so you, if you look there on the price points, there's one extremely low price point, mm-hmm. which is the $10. Okay. Uh, that's that's kind of a mandate from the mayor's office that we make sure every family in Kansas City or that would want to attend this event in any way had a price point that would make it available to them. Smart. And that is uh, that surprised me when when Stefan brought that up. But that's our mayor. I mean, that's the that's the way that he thinks about his city and the people within it, the, his constituents. And uh, so I thought that that was, I mean, I thought that that was That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. So again, part of the, uh, part of the world record itself is uniformity. So you asked about some of the, the rules, the hoops you have to jump through. Okay. Uh, one of them is making sure you have an official person from Guinness come out. The other one is that everyone has to be able to break this record. Everyone has to be able to have the opportunity to break this record, which means I can't have a $200 lightsaber. I sure. You know, it can't right. be something that people can't. You can't price yeah, them out it's, of it's the, the ability access, to compete. Accessibility. Right. right. Sure. So uh, we uh, went through a couple of different avenues, finding out who makes lightsabers. Where are the lightsabers <laughs> from Toys R Us made? Where? How do you get them? Um, and we contacted the company that manufactures uh, the lightsabers for Toys R Us and U.S. Toy and a couple of other places because uh, we had contacted them and we said we want 10,000 lightsabers and they, they went, I want 200 we'll get, yeah. we'll get 200 lightsabers <laughs> like no no 10,000 10, lightsabers uh, no like maybe Halloween we could save some up yeah. throughout the year oh, man. Um, so we contacted the company directly and had uh, they were able to supply us with the lightsabers that they had sold last year um, so we have 5,000 blue and 5,000 green lightsabers headed to Kansas City Monday? Wow. Right now. What time Monday. is it? Oh, oh nope. In an hour. <laughs> <laughs> in an hour, they will be on a boat on the way here. All right. So, um, okay. So, the the not to be a, a, a stick in the mud here, but I'm going to ask the question. He's because, a stick in the mud, by the way. Because so we've know, run into is... this before. Um, has anybody contacted Lucasfilm? Have you guys talked to Lucasfilm about this at all? Yeah, because there was there's the there's the the lightsaber training martial arts groups that uh, they were doing. You know, they were they were saying, "Hey, come out and train with us." And they were in L.A. and there there there's some overseas, and they opened them up in, in here. And Lucasfilm sent them a cease and desist that you can't do that because lightsaber is ours. So what what kind of conversations you say you have to talk to Lucasfilm? What kind of conversations have you had with them? We're walking a very um, thin line, and um, we're walking in a we play in, in not necessarily a black and white. We're in kind of a gray area um, where we're trying to adhere to all of their rules and policies and procedures right. and, and respect everything. We even um, have to be really careful because part of this is, and we haven't talked about it yet, is we're doing corporate takeovers where we're actually invading your business with stormtroopers and they're going to fight you off to take back the city. So that's another thing we'll we'll get into in a minute. Um, but even we have to be very careful how we talk about stormtroopers right. and, and, and that type of thing as well. So, like when we say stormtroopers, we mean like lightning and thunder, thunderstorm <laughs> <Sure>. troopers. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> okay, sure. Um, so, uh, so as part of that too, I mean, this is a this is not a commercial thing, right? Right. This, You're not making any kind of a profit or anything on this because no. Friends of the River is a nonprofit. Yeah. as I understand it right. Yeah, Correct. we're we're a nonprofit, and we've been uh, engaging with other nonprofits. I mean, Children's Mercy Hospital being a nonprofit. Right. The research center is part of that entity as a nonprofit. The, and if you've seen the city budget lately, we're also a nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the uh, you know we've been working on the the film society side to work on another portion of this that we haven't fully fleshed out yet, so we can, we can't talk about today. But and that's the Kansas City Film Society, yeah, which and, is also a nonprofit, which is also a nonprofit. Right. So it's just a big web of nonprofits that are working on this thing. We're a nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't make a profit at all. Hey, come to the dark uh, side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cookies. Um, um, and yeah. we've been working. Uh, We've been engaging the 501st since September. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, have you all talked to Rebel Legion as well or just the 501st? So we're dealing with William, which he kind of is. The oh, yeah. Bill Holmes? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so, okay. That's a great question. Does everyone call him Bill? Uh, it depends on how you've met him. Okay. I good. Because I met him as, as William. Yeah. And so I say William and everyone else so, says Bill. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, I think I think it's a contextual thing, just depending on how it is that you bet him. Because he's he's he works for this. I want to say he works for the school district or the city. He's yep. he's in an official capacity there. I think um, anybody that meets him that way knows him as William. But everybody in five hundred first on the on the cosplay side, on the fan side, we all know him as Bill because it's that's who he is outside of official office hours, but. And that man works on behalf of children, yeah, like twenty four hours a day. Yeah, he's a good guy, and he's he's involved the the group that he's frequently doing things with. You know, they do the parades, they do the hospital visits, they you know um, this with uh, Jessica and and a lot of the a lot of the groups. You know, doing the um, uh, helping out. You know, they show up at the comic book shops, and you know they'll they'll do uh, charity fundraisers and parades right. and, and that kind of thing. So they help out Kansas City Pet Project by selling puppies and kitties. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're all over the place. So so when when I had this idea, I I don't like being told no, and I don't get told no very often. And so one of the one of the reasons is because I try not to present things that aren't going to be successful. Right. Uh, before I even called Stefan and told him about this idea, I called Ryan Davis from Alamo. I called William and talked to him like, if this was a thing, what do you think you would do? How would we go about this? And everyone kind of did that. Well, if you ever get this together, <laughs> yeah. if you ever get this crazy thing together, nudge, nudge, yeah, wink, wink, uh -huh, then, yeah, right. then this is how it would go. And so now over the last couple of months, it's been calling all these people back mm, going, sure. hey, hey, remember that? Remember we were at the Royals game and I, I was talking about this oh. idea on the phone? Well, it's happening. You remember that hypothetical? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so have you invited any, any reps from Lucasfilm to come out and be a part of this thing yet? Not yet. No. Okay. Not that I'd be against that at all. I'd love to have them. 
or any of the actors. That would be kind of fun. That would be, be all right. Be yeah, and they could nice. actually participate because, yeah. you know, some of them know how to wield a lightsaber. And if anyone out there can put us in contact with any of those people, then uh, that we'd love to we'd love to invite well, them to Kansas City. I, I think we 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 may know know a person or two. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I saw Han Solo once at an airport. It was very <laughs> exciting. It was so exciting. Uh, and well, and uh, we have our the little IFCer that could, who worked on the Star Wars movie. Oh right. Uh, and I can't think of her name right oh, now. Oh no! So now you said it too. Yeah, and that's what—that's rude of me to uh, say that. But it'll come to us before we're done here, with, I think. Yeah. Uh, and is debuting a film at Film Fest, right? And we have all her information and not her name. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. So again, yeah. just like Stephen approaches every event. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so as I understand it, and as somebody had explained it to me, that in order to do a proper count. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the expectation, the plan is 10,000 people, the right? The plan is 10,000. Okay. So uh, the way I understand it is they're gonna, you're going to be sectioning off the riverfront so so many people in X block and then this block and then this block and this block. What if you get more than 10,000 that show up? What's the what's the contingency plan? I mean, because this thing's if, – if it's going – much better than you anticipate the entire time that you've been working this thing up. What happens if if you get an overage that's not accounted for in the grid? That's a fair question. Um, I have 10,000 lightsabers. That's what we have. That's our our order. Actually, it was a little bit over that is what they said that they ended up making. Um, So like 10,100. So there's some leftovers to accommodate some folks. Um, What What if people bring their own? That was another thing is that's one of the biggest comments on social media is I have my own, yeah. um, which I'm okay with. I would be all for um, KCPD has issue um, with that. And, and the other thing that I, I think that I want to point out is just that I don't necessarily want to be responsible for your $500 lightsaber <laughs> right. that you bring to the park. I would much rather have you use ours, swing ours if anything happens, if it's dropped, if it's breaks, if some overzealous kid like Steven starts swinging his really hard. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for Steven breaking your lightsaber sure, if you bring sure. it. I'd rather have you leave Steven, it in the car. And you don't, don't, don't want to poke, lightsabers. You no. don't poke yeah. George Lucas in the eye with one either if he shows up. So. Yeah. So yeah. I'd rather have everybody leave them at home. I love that you have them. I think that's awesome. Um, but come play with ours, have fun in the park, and, and we'll take it from there. That being said, we do have some contingencies. U.S. Toys have been really good to us, um, and I think that they are holding some back as a oh my gosh we oversold what do we do now right and i think we can lean on some of those networks that if we realize and based on how tickets are selling right now and i consider it a ticket and a lightsaber because you get a lightsaber with every ticket um i I think that we're we're going to have to start having some of those conversations towards the end of this month or early april to figure out what should we do for contingencies the park as far as the park's concerned um to go back to how you started the question or, or led the question um Guinness has mandated that the, the they have so many rules, novels of rules. Um, so we have to have an accounting firm there as well to actually do the physical count. Right. Um, and then we have to grid off the entire area into those blocks or those sectors. Um, I have a lot of room at the park. And so what I have planned for the park right now 
and where we have it fenced off and where we have the grid going, I can expand that out. And so if we do hit 10,000 and I need to expand the grid, if we hit 11,000, I need to expand the grid, I can keep growing as I need to. And that doesn't make me nervous or, or scare me. How we, many people do we have for Riverfest? Riverfest, we put 60,000 people in the park. Okay. Um, with all the other stuff that we do, we put two stages up and, and right. all of that kind of chaos. And we'll have a stage with this one. We've got a cool band coming out to play before the, the event starts and food trucks and concession stands and that kind of thing. Um, so there's lots of room to grow. And shout, uh, shout out to the cool band. Oh, the uh, the Fantastics. Oh, okay. Yeah, we like them. We've had them at Riverfest several times, and they did the streetcar video this year. And, and Kimmet and, and, and James and, and all of them are just they're, – they're really cool, and, and they have a deep love for Kansas City. And they have a deep love for Star Wars as well. So when I asked them to, uh, to do this thing, man, it, they, they all hopped in so fast. Fun. Yeah. So we're – you know, it's uh, – Come for Comic-Con, stay for the battle. Just make a week of it in Kansas City. Comic-Con is the weekend before. Oh, that's right. Planet, mm-hmm. Yeah, Planet Comic-Con is, is April 27th. 20, 28th? Yeah, 28th through 30th, that, that weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Also, because May 6th, also being the first Saturday of May, is also Free Comic Book Day. Yes, which William at Elite... Uh, pointed out to me that it's just a convergence of awesome things that yeah. week. So we will be uh, at a table with Elite and um, Children's Mercy Hospital and Supergirl. Oh yeah, Jessica Porter. Yeah, and you should you you might you might also want to think about doing uh, doing a table having some down somebody down at Clint's Comics because they're celebrating their fiftieth anniversary this year in October. So and they have they have their their artists and people lined up similar to what Elite does, um, and we've been down there, you know, two, three, four times oh, yeah. with with Free Comic Book Day. So yeah, good folks. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. It's going to well, be fun. So, and there are things going on through the week as well. So it's not just it's it's just not a standalone on May the sixth. So what's the what's the corporate takeover thing that you can kind of sort of barely maybe talk about? <laughs> so the corporate takeover side is is something that Stephen came back came up with, and and this kind of goes hand in hand with the the lightsaber battle. But we needed to find a way to generate revenue off of this, not necessarily profits. But if we're going to give money to Children's Mercy, we have to raise money to do sure. that. And so the trade-off was, while we, while we have the 501st here, and there's this little bit of layover between Comic-Con and between the event on the 6th, let's make use of those people and people that want to jump in on this. And so what we came up with is we will come to your business and the store. Or your troopers, house. Or I your mean, house. Or like, whatever. Your restaurant, your bar, whatever it might be. Your nonprofit. We will take over your business and then your employees and staff can fight us back and battle for your business. <laughs> Culminating in a big final battle on, on the river, on, on the Sith. On the river. Oh, oh, which okay. Stefan has started calling May the Sith. That's the internet. The internet yeah. made that decision yeah. for May us. The <laughs> well, because you have um, you have May the Fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. Then you have Revenge of the Fifth, and then you have what's this? What is the sixth? Because there, the, it actually has an official ish. Is guys, it is it May the Sith? People have been Probably, saying. Yeah. I think it They've is. been yeah, typing okay. May the Sith. Yeah. yeah. So you have yeah yeah you have uh, Revenge of the Fifth, and then yeah May the Sith. So. Y- some of where this whole idea uh, comes in, and, and I, I don't, uh, I'll be happy to share some pictures with you guys in case you want to put them along with, uh, along with the podcast on the web. But 
uh, cystic fibrosis is a generally thought of as a lung disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually this pancreatic uh, increase of mucus in the whole body. So these kids, uh, at some point, they're hooked up to big machines and vibrating vests, and they mm-hmm. have breathing masks on. So my son is one, and you're trying to train like this thing that really sucks is kind of fun and so he has uh he has a little darth vader that a stuffed darth vader that he sits with while he's doing treatments and things like that because you know darth vader's got the little mask on and uh so uh kyle hamrick over at the the feral few i had asked him to find me a a good uh a good jedi that had the respirator on and the only one is Plo Koon. And he is so ugly. So he's got that big, like, mushroom head thing going on. Yeah, but he's such a popular character, though. Yeah. I mean, Plo Koon is, is one of the cool ones from the cartoons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then with the 501st hashtag bad guys doing good, we're just really leaning in to, right. to the, the full idea of, of that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a... This is a fun thing. It's a fun opportunity for the kids. You asked about uh, gridding off the park. Mm-hmm. So that, that serves two purposes. It not only allows us to do a better count uh, and follow the rules with Guinness Book, right. but also no two cystic fibrosis patients can be within six feet of each other. Because because of the but the way the disease works, right? They yep. they the once a bacteria gets inside their body, it grows, it colonizes. So my version of staff that's in my body could be much different than your version. Mm. And if we're sharing air with each other, we're sharing these gotcha. bacteria back and forth. So we'll it will also allow us to work with Child Life at Children's Mercy Hospital to make sure that we put cystic fibrosis patients and people with other disabilities in their own grits. This has very much been a labor of love to organize the greatest accessibility mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to to this event. This is not just adults. This is not just well kids. We want everyone who can make it down to the park. How, whatever you look like, however you feel, we will accommodate getting you down to the park as best as we can to because yeah, a lot of those kids this. can't get out and do anything very much at all depending on on how how, how advanced the condition is if i understand it right right you know, correct so. and wednesday uh the the 501st william and, and all of them are actually going to be at children's mercy for may the 4th that'll be a, that'll be a good time yeah, this is this is so cool. It <laughs> is, just... it is. Yes. Okay. So, um, so we've talked about Friends of the River. We've talked about um, the Film Society, the City, Children's Mercy. We haven't really talked very much about us, about, about what we wanted to, because uh, we haven't quite figured that out yeah. yet. So, uh, so we will uh, we will be making plans and schemes that hopefully fit into all of this but we we want to we wanted to to bring this information out to people and let people know about this going on now how how long does it take after you do the event how long before you know that you've actually set the record? i mean you're your first time so you're going to set the record no matter how many you have out there i expect but between 
doing the count and getting the official notice? Is it going to be that day or is it going to happen later? We'll have an idea of how many are in the park no matter what based on the fact that I do have to gate the park off. Right. Um, which I, I hate doing, but for certain events we just have to gate portions of the park off, and for this one we have to. Um, so we'll have an idea of tickets sold and tickets redeemed as they walk in the door. We'll scan every ticket that comes mm-hmm. in. The other thing that we'll do is is as we're assigning these people, kind of like a, a marathon, you have a number um, sure. so we know what grid you need to go to sure. and what your sure. number is. And, and so we'll have an idea of actually the, the physical presence of where those people are and if they're in the right grid or if they're in the, the, the correct place um, once they're. I want red five. <laughs> Everybody. Somebody's going to want Red Fire. Everybody red will TV. want Red Fire. Yeah. Um, so we'll have that, and then also um, we're going to fly a we're going to fly a drone, and then there will be cameras positioned around the event. So as this actually plays out, and we actually shout "Go" or "Fight" or whatever word we want to shout, um, there'll be cameras around photographing that, and then that's actually what we take is they put it in some software, and it does a fancy this many people per grid, and this is your final count number. Gotcha. So you actually are going to be able to fly a drone over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because because I know we were at uh, we were at the the Tim Tebow Foundation right a few a few weeks ago had this prom event at Arrowhead mm-hmm. and we were there helping you know videotape and photograph and one of the guys brought his drone because we were going to you know, get a drone some drone footage of the kids entering on the red carpet outside you know you get the crowds and the flashes and all that and his app. To control the drone, uh, threw up a big red light and said, "No, this is a no-fly zone. It's not going to happen." And shut the drone down. So, is, is that he is registered? Ah, uh, that could that could be part of it too. But yeah, because well, we're at Arrowhead. There's not a game. There's it's, it's a it's a Friday night and whatnot. Yeah. So so address you you mentioned the Kansas City Police Department mm-hmm. a little bit with you know people bringing in their own lightsabers without getting to opening the door to potential problems what are some of the security concerns that are there for this kind of thing what are the things you guys need to to guard against and watch out for sure um like any public gathering there's things that we have to keep an eye on and and watch um so it's it's kind of like a normal operating procedures are there aren't going to be a lot of people that need to come in with bags so we're saying leave your bags at home leave your coolers at home um, so a lot of that will be stopped at the gate before you can even get in if you're bringing um, um, coolers and things. If there's a medical condition, if there's moms with babies and, and that type of thing, I, I'm pretty cool about that. Right. Um, where we have to be very, very careful is um, they, they've been very clear about no replica weapons that look or resemble or feel or seem like a gun of any right. form. Oh, sure. So of no course, blasters. Yeah. No blasters. No blasters. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's that's you should you should have uh, the photo the photograph of of the bartender. Right. Yeah, that's you know, a make cool. little little posters that is at a the gate. Great idea. No blasters, no blasters, and and have that. So all yeah. right. So I've done my I've done my contributed. There's your contribution. And and you had you kind of uh, you glossed over something a little bit, but we would absolutely love to have you guys there. We have to figure out. This is a new. This is a new pea in the pod. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. So, so we need well, to figure out how that's going to uh, how glo- that's going to work. But I think there's absolutely a way to, yeah. to to figure something out. And glossing it over basically is just it, we want to be out there. We don't want to oversell what we're going to be able to do because you know the, uh, we've got to fit into the plan for everybody else too. So 
So yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. We're very excited. About oh yeah. This. Well, we've got Sprint has come on, and um, they're really cool backers for us and what we do at the park. Um, and so we've got a hog out there from them because we're going to operate pretty much everything that we're doing is Wi-Fi connected. Even the ticketing at the gate is show oh, okay. us your sure. show us your phone, and we ping it, and it goes up. So we have a private network um, that's set out there just for us. I'm so, jealous. I know. <laughs> like, where, was, where was that private network when we did WorldCon? So from that standpoint, if there's if there's anything that you all want to do, it, it's just backing into our network. However, you need to back into it. I just need some time more at the gate, trying to get ten thousand people in two oh, hours yeah. through the gate. That hey, get off my network. Oh sure. Uh, oh, sure. But beyond that, oh my gosh, go to town and any kind of live streaming video and, and, and any of that stuff that Steven and his crew plan to do. We've got the whole it's, – it's pretty impressive, that thing that they bring out. They use it in disasters. Mm-hmm. And if a tower goes down, it's literally – it's a tower. And they bring this thing out, and it's, it's on the back of a truck, and it's huge, and it's enormous, and, and it just sends out signal. It's cool. awesome. Cool. So we, we live in the future. Yeah, yeah so can there's you, that. Can you hardwire connect to that, or is it just a Wi-Fi tower? That is a great question for the at Sprint because um, your, your logistics people, the people that are actually having to make sure that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen, I would think that you'd probably want to hardwire if you could, if you could, just to make sure that you don't lose your signal or something. I don't know the answer to that, but I know it's like having a private Wi-Fi network that is that's legitimate, like a yeah. mile steroids. Yeah, cool. So, but I will ask. I will find I out. Want one. I want one. Send an email to Michelle. I'm sure. I'm sure that's that's something that's going to fit in our budget. Where's our hog? <laughs> So, I, have you guys stress tested the lightsabers? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> this cool. The first, the very first video that Stephen, because they they shipped them to his house, mm-hmm. and the very first time I saw the lightsabers, he sent me a video in the middle of the night, and it was his kids fighting with them, and I was mm-hmm. like, "These are the only things we have. They're the prototypes. Please don't break them." He's like, "I think they'll be okay." Yeah, the uh, the bulb is light in that one, yeah, because it has been played with and stress tested. Stefan sends me a video because we're up, you know, we have like all day we have to do our real jobs and then we're working on this thing all night. Mm-hmm. And so, real jobs. And, and so Stefan sends me this video. He's got one completely taken apart on his countertop and he's like, watch what happens when I do this. And he's touching the diodes and making it, you know, <laughs> making it go off without pushing any buttons. You get a lightsaber that nobody else has. Why would I not take it apart? <laughs> look at the it feels, well, these feel pretty solid. Now I've got, I've got one that's the, you know, the plastic extend, extend a blade type right. thing. And we've beaten it to death. It's, it's, you know, split apart and bent. Well, and, and, and that's kind of the reason I asked the question, because I, I would assume, you know, I've, known Stephen for a while so i would assume that this would be if nothing else leaving aside the play aspect it's you're going to have this many people working with something and trying to have this i mean you obviously you don't want things to just come apart at the seams when you right you know, oh, oh look we were going to hit that we, we, we would happily have you know set the record if only our lightsabers hadn't all collapsed or, that, you know it, obviously that's not going to happen but. is the fight going to be choreographed at all are you going to have anybody out there going hey we're going to have lightsaber lessons before we do this for real and everybody you know first position second position so there is the there is a talk to do that to bring in a uh taekwondo martial arts we're working master. with uh, uh, uh many m- members of our board are involved in so many things mm-hmm. we have both public library uh, teams involved and they're they're helping us out uh, making many connections and one of them said I have Morgan mm-hmm. said I have a friend who teaches people how to fight like medieval battles 
Oh, like okay. that's their that's what they do, which sure. is a total normal librarian thing. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the librarians I've known, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all of them probably are card carrying members of the Society for Creative. Yeah. Actually, that's part of the, the librarian degree. Actually, yeah. is you have to learn how to fight with a sword. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, so we're looking at bringing them in mm-hmm. and having them come up on stage because we do want. Uh, you know, again, Guinness Book rules. They're going to be walking through, and they're like, "That guy's not doing anything. He doesn't count." You know, mm, so we want to sure. have, we want to make sure everyone is engaged, and that's the hiccup. They have to engage for them. They to can't c- just be standing there watching. No, you have to do three distinct moves for this to count as you were here fighting in the battle. Yeah, there's more to it. I'm telling you, they say yeah, this, there's, oh, there's a novel of rules that yeah. we have to adhere to. So, so we some, want to teach people how to fight and how to do three or four or five moves so that no matter what, no matter what condition you're in, right. there is something you can do with the lightsaber to make it so that you are part of the battle. I do, though, think that it would be kind of hard to hold people back. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's a, you know, fight, playing with yeah. Star Wars is such a thing. I mean, it's such a, we, we talked, we talked about this before on, on the show is it's such a cultural phenomenon that even if you, even if you don't watch science fiction, you know what Star Wars is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's a part of the culture. It's, it's a, it's an American phenomenon, you know, obviously a worldwide phenomenon, but it's uniquely tied into the culture. I think it would be, I just have a hard time seeing that anyone would just be standing around and be like, I've got a lightsaber. You There's got a lightsaber? There's always that guy. <laughs> yeah. There's no. always that guy. It's funny, though, because I have, I have a, a, a homemade uh, pommel, a uh, lightsaber handle here, and whenever people come over, and, and the, invariably, nine times out of ten, somebody picks it up, and they go, what is, is, is this a lightsaber? Like, yeah, and it, of course... That's the first thing they do is they get into the two-handed grip, and then <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, this, this, this is kind of cool. Here's, nice. here's the most surprising thing is, is we've been going around the last – oh, it's probably been three weeks or a month, and we go from – because we are working on these corporate packages and, and getting corporations involved – is how many corporate offices we walk into, and it's, 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 there's lawyers in the room and CEOs mm. and CFOs and button-down, very suit-and-tie professionals, and you put a lightsaber in their hand. And these things, they, they, they do make noise. Yep. It probably doesn't sound on the, on the microphone. <laughs> but even before they, they hit the button, the minute you put one of these into somebody's hand, they immediately start making the noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they, you know what it is. they can't help themselves. They just start, <laughs> and it's hilarious to watch them. You I, give them these things, and they turn into three-year-olds. I read... I think I read this somewhere when they were shooting one of the prequels. I don't know which one. Mm-hmm. They had to. They had to stop. I think it was Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he kept he was ma- making. He, the, kept he was making, making the, the lightsaber on, noise like when he was doing Ewan, the battle. You have to stop that. <laughs> oh, when they were doing the filming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but they <laughs> were actually the they're actually shooting, and he's got a lightsaber for real, and they're doing it for the movie, and he's just like stop. And he didn't even realize he was doing it. So one That's of the awesome. one of the first people to really like come on come on board in official capacity was William over to Leet. Mm-hmm. I believe we're calling yeah. him Bill now. Oh, no, no, uh, different, different William. Oh, okay, different yeah. Williams. There's so many Williams in this. In the you got uh, William William Binderup over at Elite Comics. Yep. You got uh, William Bill Holmes with the with the cosplay, the five hundred first guys. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So uh, he's like, "Yep, absolutely, let's do this." And I said, "Okay, can we get a selfie? I want to get I want to get everyone who signs on to participate selfie." He goes, "Yeah, hold on a second. He reach he reaches under his desk." And he's just got a lightsaber <laughs> yeah. under it, like of course, like where most people like maybe you're going to keep a pistol under there in case yeah. your store gets robbed or something. Sure. Not William. 
William's got a lightsaber and he just fired that, that sucker up. That makes perfect sense to me, actually. <laughs> it yeah. actually does, yeah. But if I was going to rob a store and I walked in there and someone whipped out a lightsaber, at some point I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. This is, I this know this how to use this. This well, did not go as planned. Yeah. So, I, 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 obviously, the, one of the goals through the corporate stuff is to raise money. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have a goal? Do you have That's a set? the goal. Well, I mean, is, 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 there, a spe- is, is there a dollar amount? Or is there, is there a, or is it just as much as you possibly can? I can tell you what the break-even <laughs> The break-even is scary. Of course. Um, of course. Why, sure. I mean, it's it, why I stay awake all night the and then able to text Stephen. <laughs> and I just, I just want, you know, I, and I'm, I know you guys probably just think about this all the time, is just the scale of what you guys have set in motion here is... Just incredible, actually, if you think about it. I mean, I know that this is probably like, you know, like you said, I've got this crazy idea. and People keep saying yes, which means it gets bigger every time you talk to somebody. Right. right. And then once you start putting all these pieces together, there's all the moving parts. And so clearly, you know, like you said, staying awake at night going, what have we done? <laughs> um, this is going to be so cool. But everything, all this stuff has to come together. I imagine that the amount of money that, co- that all of this is going to cost and has probably already cost is very... You know, a very large amount of money, which we I, have really cool vendors yeah. that have that have come on board. Um, something that is nice is because we do Riverfest and we do a bunch of the other events down at the riverfront. Mm-hmm. Um, we're able to lean on those vendors. Sure. And we've we've got 12, 13, 14 year relationships with them to go. Hey, we're doing this thing. It's year yeah. one. We don't know if this is good. What, we, we don't know anything about this. Help us out. Mm-hmm. Do this. Do that. And the vendors have been really cool to, to partner up and help out. And, and we've got good teams from that aspect and from a staging aspect to where we're not paying through the nose that if this was a one, one-time thing and we didn't know what we were doing or, or have those relationships. Right. So there's I, that that saves us money. Plus, yeah. as soon as you say children's mercy, they're kind of like, let's see what we can do. Yeah. Right. Now, you say – uh, the the first year, are, are you planning to do this again? And maybe not necessarily for the record, but maybe try to make this a regular thing. I don't. I don't want to say regular, um, because I think regular sounds like we're going to do it every year. And and I can't speak for Steve, Stephen and the rest of the board. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I would like more I than imagine. I would like yeah. more than four and a half hours of sleep every night. Yeah. Um, I remember so, when we did well, when we first came up with the Worldcon. Mm-hmm. When we came up with the idea of live streaming the entire week there, and you talk about you know every now and then you you come up with this idea of you know it's a crazy idea, and then people keep saying yes, and we're going to do it, and we're mm-hmm. going to do it. We kept getting asked if this was our new model. Are we? Are you going to do it again? Are you going to Dragon Con? And are you going to San, San Diego? Are yeah, you going to New York? Like, We're like, oh, and I, and no. I can completely understand, <laughs> Stefan, where you're coming from. I'm like, oh god, I don't want to do another one because it, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it turns into a very stressful. But thing. it's weird because every time somebody says yes, and so you experienced it. Yeah, this is the craziest thing. Every time somebody yes says yes, it's like. Okay. You yeah. get that adrenaline that's yeah. going yeah. on. It's like, no, we can keep doing this. We can keep doing this. So I don't necessarily want to set the same record or try to beat our record mm-hmm. uh, next year or in three years or five years or whatever. I feel like there's so many other things that we can do. Let's just find a new record and oh, sure. let's break that next time and, and, and let's keep expanding upon that. I don't like being vague. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> here, well, like we've been dreaming of, of things because you don't, you don't even want to do two years in a row of, of the, the lightsaber battle because yeah. you want someone else you to break it and, and do thing. some other things. Right. So we've talked about Battle for KC. The reason we picked that instead of like 
lightsaberfight.com right. or, or something. A, to not be sued. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Yeah, um, A thing to avoid, yes. But but so that we can do uh, the uh, the largest water balloon fight. Like, what if we got the entire city engaged in a water balloon fight next summer? Oh, that or, would be fun. Uh, or what about having a citywide nerf battle? Or, you know, every... Mm-hmm. Like, what sure. are the things that we can come up with together right. to fight for... Children's Cat- mercy catapults across yeah. the river. Okay, <laughs> I'm as I'm as game for that as anybody you'll ever meet. Stefan, you get Renaissance Fair people, and mm-hmm. and there you go. Stefan's trying to figure every way out that he can put people <laughs> in the river. It sure. is his passion. We all so. Uh, one of the, the events that we're doing this year is you guys seen all those little duck races? Where mm-hmm. they're oh sure, yeah, duck? the little yellow ducks. Okay, Stefan bought a bunch of like seven foot swans. Mm-hmm. And for the same thing, he wants to race swans <laughs> down the river, and so he sends this picture, and it's like, "Look, me loading in swans into the river," and then, like, I don't know, thirty minutes later, <laughs> there's a picture of like a dead, deflated swan <laughs> hanging out the back of his trunk, and, and he's like, "And blood everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't go as planned, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna find a way to do it. So I, I, when he says that he is in on that, he, the catapult idea is right up his alley right. as to as to some of the things he'd like to do down there. Well, now uh, other 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 events here in Kansas City that benefit Children's Mercy, we've got the Big Slick Poker yes. Tournament that Paul Rudd mm-hmm. and Rob Riggle and and Jason Sudeikis do every mm-hmm. year, and that's in. August, September, something like I that. Think so, yeah. have, have, has there been any anybody bringing up the idea of doing some sort of a cooperative thing at some point? Maybe not with this, sure. But you know, oh well, you know, you guys ought to talk to Paul and and Paul, do something there. Paul is absolutely invited. Come on down. <laughs> um, I'll tell his mother. <laughs> please, please do. Um, any of those, anybody can can get involved and 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 there. Big Slick isn't the only thing that Children's Mercy does. There's bullathons through the year, and the mm-hmm. Red Ball, and there's there's all kinds of things that they do. And and I think while we're here, we probably should should take a second and shout out to the the um, the group that has really helped us the most with um, Children's Mercy, and that is their ambassadors, um, auxiliary. They, right. They have a their own department within within Children's Mercy, and it's it's community members, and most of them again have that connection to Children's Mercy because of a child or because of themselves. And they're all volunteers, right? They're all volunteers. And they've just absolutely been stellar. Matter of fact, I, I got off the phone a couple minutes ago with Georgianne, and she wants us to come and, and do a thing at the hospital um, in three weeks as part of this that, that has nothing to do with this, but just to get our board and some of the community members engaged with this is who we're saving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they've been phenomenal in that standpoint of, of, of helping out and jumping in. And, and you know, it's... Uh, my son is one, and he is so healthy. I mean, he has got a team of five specialists there at Children's Mercy. Uh, their pulmonary clinic, the research clinic, uh, is phenomenal. Um, it really is the the work that they do. If you are ever there, it touches you so deeply how much right. they care and how involved they get. I mean, from from the point where you 
from the point where they come to take your kid, you know, it is a it's a team and they show up in what look like flight suits and they've got all these cool little gadgets and and they're they're strapping what look like cute little buttons all over your child and and you're like, "Oh, this is so great for the kids." And then you remember, "Oh, my this is this kid's been alive for 3 days. This is all for me." They're they're doing all this stuff to ease my fears and my tension. And from the moment that they took Emerson into Children's Mercy, it was like transporting myself into another land. And, our, you know, we lived there for 30 days. The staff could not have been more amazing. I mean, everyone is on board all the time. The smiles are there. Whatever the Kool-Aid is that they drink when they come in, you know, for their shift uh, that gets them all in alignment. But I, I, I really think it's just the work that they do and, and the environment, you know, that they do it in. And, you know, we want to, we want to show our support not only here with this event, uh, but we want to continue it on, uh, continue it on in the future. And, and, there's a lot of things you mentioned big slick they do a lot of amazing work but one of the things that we learned was that specifically this renowned uh cystic fibrosis center receives no donated funding and that we really felt like i'm this actually was really a, stunned by that right yeah, it is yeah that's such that a is, weird that thing. doesn't make any sense to me yeah it's and uh and our ku center here that works in tandem with them uh has adults with cystic fibrosis which is you know, this is the first time in history that there are more adults right. with cystic fibrosis than children. That means they're living. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, the 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 CF patients who are our age are getting lung transplants right. and and stuff like that now. But like, uh, my son's never been in the hospital since that first thirty day period. He's got enzymes, and they're working with him, and they monitor every single thing that he does and you know did you look at his poop today i'm like i tried not to you know and, <laughs> and i heard of his yeah but yeah. they're they're so on top of it and uh and, and i think this is for me it's a great opportunity to give back and for us to be able to engage the city mm-hmm. as yeah. a whole right and a, and a community that's that is built around a may you know, well, not just that, but I, I, I really think that something like this is the potential to really draw national attention to Children's Mercy. I mean, obviously, just the fact that you know this is going to be something that's going to be noticed, if nothing else, through the, st- the science fiction fan community has been known to be, oh, I don't know, kind-hearted and generous from time to time, a little bit, and the fact that you know something like this would draw attention to you know another avenue for them to be able to give to something like Children's Mercy. Um, would not surprise me in the slightest because there is a, you know, again, it's something that all these folks have grown up with. I mean, if you're if you're our age and if the you know late thirties, forties, early fifties, Star Wars is built into you, yeah, and it means you got this giant network of people out there who actually do care about things like oh, I don't know, kids. Um, and, well, and I and wouldn't them be surprised. growing up having happy, healthy lives. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if fandom in general, if they find out about this, if you guys just get just random donations, just from people who, well, I can't be there, but here's some money. Well, and I do so, want to say that is that if, if this is something that, and this is self-serving, I understand, but there is a donate button on the site, and please game on. If you can't be here, or even whatever it might be, if that's something that you want to be a part of, if you can't be here. 
um, but want a lightsaber or a, just send mm-hmm. us a note, send us a message, shoot us a, a, a tweet, and we'll figure it out. And and the website is battle4kc.com, and that's the number four, very much like ours, mm-hmm. battle4kc.com. The event is taking place May the 6th, 2017. Friends of the River putting on the world's largest lightsaber battle. It will be one for the history books, and we're looking forward to being part of it and uh, letting everybody know what's going on. Well, of course, we will we will update as things develop. We'll probably uh, have you guys back on a little bit closer to the event and just talk about progress and where you're sitting and, and how many people are, are looking to participate in this thing and see what happens from there. Yeah, if you guys wouldn't mind blasting it out on the social. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Everywhere it is, it's Battle the number four KC on every platform you can think of. I'm looking over here. It's got Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. It's oh, all there. So, and if people want to be involved with it, take a photo. Get mm-hmm. if you have a lightsaber oh, at home, get it out gifts. and take a thing. Oh yeah, we have gifts. Um, take a photo with it and, and track that hashtag. We're, we're having a lot of fun with this. And the, ha- the hashtag bad guys doing good or uh, ba- battle for KC is a hashtag as well as the the Correct. account. Battle for KC and, and that's the account as well. He I brought us stormtroopers. So, stormtroopers. stormtroopers. So we are. Oh, these are these are first order stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thank so you. we are taking the stormtroopers with us everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. So as you are going about your day. And you take a selfie, or you take a picture of your food, or whatever it is, <laughs> just subtly set that little stormtrooper somewhere nice. cleverly in the image. Hashtag Battle 4, number mm-hmm. 4 KC. And uh, so that we can kind of... We're planning the invasion. Everything, eventually, <laughs> people will look back at this hashtag, and they're going to go, these idiots were working on this for a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, Stephen White, Steve Fuller, thanks very much for joining us tonight. If you uh, if you would like to get involved, of course, battle4kc.com is the website. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us and let us know uh, that you want to get involved somehow, we can pass it along, h2o at sci-fi for me.com. And that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we will be back in two weeks' time mm-hmm. with another episode. Here on Sci-Fi from Your Radio, I did want to mention real quick. Yes, uh, Morgan De- Morgan Dameron is the the filmmaker that that Stephen and I couldn't remember oh. earlier in the show. Oh, Good call. right, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, so give a shout po, out to Morgan because Poe Dameron is named after right. Yes, this, this word. Yes, her. Yes. Okay. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks very much for listening, folks. On behalf of all of us here at Sci-Fi for Me, Tim Harvey. Always a pleasure. Guys. My name is Jason Hunt. Thanks for listening. We will be back in two weeks. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi for Me Radio, copyright 2017, by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio.